Welcome to Bravo Maestra. I'm Kalisa, and I'm talking about part one of the Southern Charm reunion. And there was a lot, so let's get right into it. The episode started with them popping into the dressing rooms while everyone was getting ready, and it sounds like Shep is enemies with Austin. And Taylor made a comment that made me think like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm ready for this. She said, Olivia is a bold human being. I'm in the hot seat, but there's other things that need to be discussed. Then they all get out on stage and on Andy's right is Shep, then Olivia, then Madison, JT, and Leva. And on Andy's left is Craig, then Taylor, Austin, and Vanita. And Andy asks Taylor if she took advice from Ariana wearing the red revenge dress. And Taylor's like, no, I'm wearing my scarlet letter. I'm ready to own up to everything. Andy's like, really? Oh, gosh, you guys. Like, she's so dumb. I'm I'm sorry. I know that's mean. I'm always so mean to Taylor. But, like, really? Then he says to Olivia, like, oh, you're wearing red as well. And Olivia's like, I don't have a scarlet letter. And I was like, good for her. Good job, Olivia. And I think Vanita's look was my favorite. It was very 90s, like sexy. I absolutely loved it. And Andy starts out, you know, pointing out all of Craig's silly conspiracy theories. And they get to the one where um, Craig was like, oh, Austin was looking down and to the left. He's lying. So they put up the scene where they ask Austin, like, oh, did you and Taylor kiss? And Austin said no. And then in present day at the reunion, Austin's like, oh, well, I was bending the truth a bit. And JT's like, um, can we clear something up that you weren't bending the truth? You were lying. And Craig's like, well, I think we all see that. And JT's like, well, he just said he's bending the truth. And Austin goes, okay, I was lying. And JT says, thank you. And I don't know about you guys, but I was like, woohoo, go JT. Like, (laughs) I know it's like a small win, but these quote unquote men need to be held accountable. And I know that's such a small thing, but like, you know, Craig being like, well, yeah, I think we can all see he's lying. Like, I feel like that's just letting, you know, Austin get away with it. Like, this behavior. So I'm glad that, you know, JT kept pushing until Austin was like, okay, I was lying. So. Thank you. Small wins. (laughs) Then Andy asks, who do you think was the least honest this season? And Austin does say, because I think he knows that everybody's going to make a big scene if he doesn't own up to it. But he's like, "Ugh, it was probably me, okay? I did a good amount of lying this year and I paid the price, okay? Oh, gosh. Like, I just can't. I can't. Again, don't take these people off my screen, but I just can't sometimes. (laughs) Um, they talk about Madison's marriage and Andy asks Shep, like, if seeing Madison married inspires Shep to want to settle down. And they talk about like monogamy and like comparing it to like monotony and how it scares Shep. And Leva says like, you know, it is scary, but it can be beautiful. And, you know, you have to like change your way of looking at it and thinking about it. And Craig points out that the happiest he's ever seen Shep was when he was with Taylor. And Shep says, like, I don't deny it. Like, in fact, I'll cop to it. And I don't really like this. (laughs) Maybe it's just me. This might be, I don't know. What do you guys think? 
I don't really like when people try to convince people to settle down or like convince people to commit to someone or like, no, you just have to like, come on, you can do it. Like you can settle down and have a family. Like if it's not something someone wants to do, like why try to convince them? You know what I mean? Like there's nothing wrong with being a bachelor or a bachelorette forever. And like the way I see it, I think it could actually do damage. Like with someone like Shep trying to force them and they just, you know, they stay who they truly are and they end up cheating and hurting the people that they're with. And I'm not blaming, like, do not get me wrong. I am not blaming the people trying to convince people. Like I'm, I wouldn't blame Leva and Craig for Shep's cheating, for example. Like, that's not what I'm trying to say, but I'm just trying to say like, what am I trying to say? <laughs> like if it's right, it's right. But if it's not right, like why are we trying to force it? And I think of like George Clooney, like he was going to be a bachelor forever. And then he met someone, he met Amal and he was like, okay, I want to do this domestic thing. I want to settle down. Like, let's do it. Okay. Like it was right for him. But if it's not like then don't force it. Like you can see the anxiety that Shep is feeling when they're like telling him about it. His knee is bouncing up and down like a mile a minute as they're talking to him. And he looks like genuinely frightened. Like, okay, then don't like, don't have a family. It's fine. <laughs> Leave him alone. Um, And like, look at the torture that like Taylor has been put through. So I don't know. Is that just me? What do you guys think about that? Um, then they talk about Austin calling Madison a bored housewife. And oh my gosh, this was one of my favorite moments. There were a lot of amazing moments, but I loved that JT said to Austin, he was like, so a few reunions ago, you were calling her a monster. This year it's a bored housewife. She can do no right by you. Her glow up versus your glow down is iconic. Oh my gosh. I loved that. And honestly, did you guys see Craig's face? He looked like tickled by that. Like he looked genuinely like entertained by JT. He was like smiling ear to ear and laughing at that. It was so funny. I loved it. And like <laughs> JT, he really seems to be like getting under Austin's skin. And it seems like everyone's loving it. Like even Leva was like nudging JT's arm like, yes, like way to go. That was a good one. <laughs> Did you guys notice that? I thought that was great. Then they talk about the conversation on the bus. Oh gosh. Where Taylor said, that Shep's future partners shouldn't expect to finish. And she says, yeah, I could probably count on one hand, like how many times I did. And Shep asks the question that I'm thinking too, like, so then why would you want to get back together? And like, I really shouldn't call people dumb, but I'm just thinking like, she's trying to make him look bad by saying this, but I feel like it makes her look dumb and stupid for chasing after him if he was so terrible. Like, we all know if he asked her back out, she'd take him back in a heartbeat, right? Like, she's the one who looks bad. So, oh gosh, I can't, I cannot with Taylor. <laughs> so then they're all trying to give, like, Shep advice in the bedroom. And then Austin gets 
you know, good reviews on his bedroom performance. And then they start talking about Craig's pillow business being so successful and that his house renovations are doing great and that Paige decorated most of the house. And Andy asks, like, how many of you think that Paige will actually move to Charleston? And like only a couple of them raised their hand and they were they even said, like, yeah, probably not even full time. So we'll see how that goes. And then there's the conversation about that Shep thinks that Craig is like strategically hiding Paige and hiding the relationship so that it doesn't get scrutinized. And Craig's like, okay, but like our relationships are different. You guys, as in Shep and Taylor, you guys broke up because of infidelity. And that would have happened with or without the cameras. (sighs) Gosh. Shep's like, no, we'd probably be married. And everyone's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I wouldn't have been distracted. I'd be a different person. I'd be like, I found my person. Let's settle down. (sighs) I I just can't with Chef. Like these men. Do you guys believe that? I don't believe it. And if I were Taylor, that would hurt my feelings. Like that would really hurt my feelings to hear like, yeah, the person that I want to be with, um, if it weren't for the show, he never would have cheated on me. We'd be married right now. Like the one thing I've always wanted. Like, Then they start talking about how this season started with Taylor and Olivia's best friends and with Taylor acting like she's happy to be single, but, you know, that she was clearly upset. And they bring Madison brings up Taylor's gift and behavior at her wedding shower reception. I can't remember what it was like wedding reception party. I don't remember, but. Did you guys notice that? That Shep tells her to shut up? Oh, my blood was boiling. And I am so glad that Madison called him out. Like, he can act all like, oh, yeah, I've reflected and I've learned so much. Like, for a little bit and then the true jerk comes out. And um, Andy talks to Leva or asks Leva about her breakup, breakup advice to Taylor And I 100% agree. She said to Taylor, like, you need to hold it together. And the best thing to do is to live well, like let Shep come back in his own time or let him go. And that is so true. Like, I wish everybody would listen to that advice. Um, And then they talk about the nude to Whitney. Mm, You guys. And I feel like, what do you guys think? I feel like when this came out on the show, it was pretty split on like social media and like my friends that I talked to about Bravo stuff about like how, like where people landed on Taylor and the nude. So Taylor said that it was an F you to Shep because like she heard that they were going around Charleston looking for girls. So she was like, she sent the nude and was like, oh, so is this what you're looking for? And I'm glad that Andy said like, you know, I didn't like that you were shamed for it because, well, it's not something I would have done and I don't see how it's an F you. Again, you're just giving more of yourself to these losers. But for Whitney to show it to people, like, isn't that illegal? Like, that's so disgusting. Oh, gosh, I hated it. 
So Leva says that she saw the text and Taylor, did you notice that she kept talking over Leva being like, it was my photo or in the photo, you couldn't see anything. And it just said, come on, come all. Like, was she trying to just stop Leva from whatever she was going to say? Like, stick to the message that I want, you know, people to believe. Like, that's how it seemed to me. But Leva's like, I'm not trying to throw I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, Taylor. Like, you totally are, Leva. But she's like, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. But I saw the whole thing, the whole thread. And it was way more explicit than that. And like, yeah, the stuff that she was saying, I was like, ooh, yeah. And everybody on the stage is kind of like, yikes. And Taylor goes, what? And Andy's like, well, did you say that? And Taylor's like, um, well... Not to my recollection. So she's lying, right? Like she's lying, right, guys? My gosh. I love that Craig was like, it sucks that Whitney's not here to answer for spreading it around because he's the bad guy in this. And it does still suck, though, that you sent it to Shep's friend. But like Whitney should not have been showing it to people. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yes. Thank you, Craig. Like, I'm so glad that he he's there to balance out these other guys. <laughs> um, then Shep says that he feels bad because, you know, he brought Taylor into this world like of the show. And then with the breakup, like he feels bad, um, like kind of taking some responsibility, like for how she's been behaving. And again, Craig's like, um, I think it's kind of weird that you're taking responsibility for a 30 year old's re- or reactions for a 30 year old's actions. I love that. Then we find out that Taylor's been dating a guy for four months and it's um, TJ from Southern Hospitality's roommate. And it comes out that Taylor and her boyfriend got into a fight at BravoCon because Shep came up to Taylor and slapped her on the ass. And he's like, what? What? I don't know. What? Huh? And it turns out he was drunk. And this is where it gets, <laughs> I don't know, it gets a little bit messy. Shep makes like this big speech and says that he was like blackout all weekend in Las Vegas at BravoCon and that he scared himself, like he doesn't remember anything. And Andy says that when they were going to watch What Happens Live, that he saw that Austin was trying to make Shep presentable, like helping him out beyond the usual. And Shep doesn't remember any of it. And Shep's like, good, thank you. And Austin's like, dude, that wasn't the first time. And Shep, again, it like drops the nice act and is like, okay, do you want me to make a different version of the speech I'm giving right now? And Craig also says like, this isn't the first time. That's why we didn't go to the meeting. And Andy's like, what are you talking about? And I guess Craig says like in Charleston that Shep invited friends for a meeting. Like, I don't know what kind of meeting. And that Craig and Austin said no because they've dealt with Shep so many times. And Craig said like, I have to be good with you ruining your life because I can't keep going down this road with you. Like it ends with going over a cliff. And Austin says, I am your best friend up here. (laughs) And that's not funny. But JT was just cracking me up this whole episode because the camera goes over to JT and he's like, 
best friend up here. What am I listening to? <laughs> and Leva and Madison are on either side of him just giggling, which made me giggle. It was so funny. And Shep says that he realizes um, like he was thinking about it and he's like, you know, these guys, Craig and Austin, have their podcast. Craig has his pillows. Like, what do I have? Who am I? Am I of value to anyone? And so Andy says, like, so I hear you. Like, what are you doing about it? Which I just love. Like, how many times an episode can I say that I love Andy? <laughs> um, but he says, what are you doing about it? Have you quit drinking? And Shep says, no, I've quit drinking liquor and I don't do shots. I only drink beer. And it goes over to Madison and she's like, what? I thought he was going to rehab, getting sober. I was about to cry. No. And Craig says, like, dude, like I had to give up liquor and shots and I was only drinking beer. And then I had to make more of a change. And like, now I barely drink. And Leva again has great advice. And she says like that Shep needs something that he wants more because right now he's bored. So like he needs something that he likes more than drinking and partying and like sleeping around with everybody he comes across basically, <laughs> allegedly. Um, in order for like a real change to happen. Um, so I thought that was really good advice. And everybody was like, you know, said that they were supportive. And then Taylor goes to check on him and he says that he's been wanting to say it to her in private. And like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like being like cynical and judgmental of somebody like saying they want to change. But what do you guys think? Like, I can't. <laughs> I, I believe that he did get freaked out and I do believe like, cause he was saying that, you know, it's affecting me physiologically. Like my mind and my body are telling me I can't do this anymore. AKA I'm getting old and I physically cannot do this anymore is what I was reading. But like, to me, it kind of just seemed like every reunion that guys like him do. Like Jax, I'm a work in progress every reunion. I feel like Shep does this too. I'm a work in progress every reunion. So I don't know. And like to say, oh, I've been wanting to say this to you in private. Well, the, why didn't you? Why are you saying it on camera now? You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, Then Andy talks about how in between seasons, Austin and Shep went on their trip to Australia and that like there were so many opportunities, like they had a great time, but there were so many opportunities that Austin could have said to Shep, like, hey, Taylor and I have kissed and we've slept in the same bed. And Austin says that he does feel bad about it. And Shep's like, um, okay, yeah, but also on the show, after the fact, you've said like, well, Shep wouldn't even be with Taylor if I had gotten to the bar and gotten to Taylor first. And ew. <laughs> And again, love Andy that he says, like, I want to know what the women thought about that comment. And it was interesting that, like, Madison and Olivia were like, yeah, it honestly probably would have turned out like they would have been together, Austin and Taylor. But then Taylor says, like, no, I was, like, enamored by Shep from the very beginning. So who knows? I don't know. And I loved that, like, Leva seemingly like out of nowhere gets right to the drama i felt like it came out of nowhere what did you guys think <laughs> because she was like you two austin and taylor keep thinking about the moment as in like the singular event of like the kiss and like should we do this like should we give like being in a relationship a try nah 
you guys are thinking about the moment and not the hiding it for so long and like hiding it over and over. And it makes all of us want to step away from you both. And yes, like that's what I've been thinking from the beginning. Like what they did originally wasn't the worst thing. Like, yeah, it's not great, but it's not the worst thing if you were upfront and honest about it. But to be friends with Olivia and be friends with Shep and listen to them, I'm sure, like, you know, bitch about, like, we know for a fact that Olivia's bitched about Austin and, like, you know, Shep, every once in a while, I'm sure, has talked about Taylor, maybe. But, like, to complain or to, like, say, like, oh, I wonder, I don't know how I feel or whatever and not say anything and then act like you have their back 100% makes them, like, kind of look dumb. Not that they are dumb, but, like, I'm sure they feel dumb. And, like, it's just slimy and dishonest and disloyal and, like, oh, God. And it is, it is like lying over and over, even though it's, it's not lying over and over. It kind of is. So yeah. And Olivia says as much, she says like, you guys lied over and over. And then when you finally say it, you're like, well, it was just this. And you expect me to jump on the forgiveness train when you've lied to my face. And then you both are like, Ugh, I'm so tired of this. Of course you're tired of this. You're in this shit bed that you made. That's where the problem is for me. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Every once in a while, Olivia has like really good lines. And um, so when she's saying that, Taylor starts to cut in and Olivia goes, shut up. <laughs> I don't know what it is about somebody saying shut up. Like it is so mean. Like it's so immature and it's so mean. And it's just, I wrote, ouch. <laughs> Um, so Olivia is able to, like, she says, shut up. And then she lists like specific examples of Taylor minimizing Olivia and like making excuses. And Taylor says, gosh, you guys, (sighs) Taylor says, forgive as you would want to be forgiven. And the camera kind of goes around to everybody on stage. Like what? What? And Olivia's like, I know what you want to say. You've been waiting. I want I want to see it. I want to see you say it. And Taylor's like, the Thomas situation. Oh, you guys. What is it about Tom's on Bravo? Like, what is it about the name Thomas and Tom? Oh, gosh. And Andy, like his face. And he looks at Taylor and he goes, Thomas Ravenel. <laughs> but you guys, the look on Taylor's face, I could throw something. Like it was disgusting to me. Like she looked so satisfied. Like her, she had like a little grin that I feel like I've never seen on her face. It was like evil. It was disgusting. She looked so happy to be putting it out there. Like, oh, demon, like another alleged demon. So Olivia was like, it was right out of college. It was a stupid drunken night. It was one time. And everyone on stage is like, oh, gosh. And again, I love Andy. I need to like tally how many times I've said that. But he's like, he looks at Taylor and is like, so what does Olivia have to be forgiven for? Exactly. I like shouted at the screen. Like, exactly. You want to come up here and say, forgive as you want to be forgiven. Okay, so what does she need to be forgiven for? What did she do wrong? And Taylor tries to say, well, it's the same thing. 
And everybody's like, what are you talking about? And she says, well, Catherine was a friend. And Olivia is like, it is not the same thing. I didn't even know Catherine at the time. And Taylor's like, well, you didn't tell Catherine when you were friends. And even Leva's like, yeah, she was embarrassed. (laughs) And Olivia even says, she's like, I wanted to take that to the grave. Like, I was embarrassed. And um, yeah, like, gosh, I can't with, with Taylor. I really cannot with her. I feel like I could go on and on about it or I could just move on. Like, that's how ridiculous it is to bring that up and to and to try to compare the two. Like, Andy even asks if, like, Catherine was with Thomas, like, and Catherine's like, this was, like, five years ago. I don't think they were together. I wasn't friends with Catherine. Like, I don't know. That, gosh, yeah. Anyways, and so Olivia goes – you have proven that you're a shit friend. Now you've proven that you're a shit human being. And then it goes to Taylor and she's looking all hurt again. And I want to throw something. Like she's looking all hurt again and like playing victim because she is just too D-U-M-B because she thought that this like big reveal would for some reason make everyone turn against Olivia in her brain somehow she thought like every oh this is this is it everyone's gonna turn against olivia and olivia will be the bad guy like no everybody's probably just like horrified that she hooked up with thomas and are like wow like you you just revealed your friend's secret because olivia's like i only told one person like and you just revealed it to everybody on stage you've been waiting like you do look terrible taylor so anyways they go to a break and as olivia is walking by taylor like to go off stage she calls her an effing see you next tuesday and i was like "Ah, oh my gosh it was so good you guys like uh what did you think it i thought it was great like there were just so so many like hot topics going on and i felt like there wasn't a lot of like filler stuff going on. It was so good. Well, let me know what you think on Instagram. Follow the podcast at Bravo Maestra, Bravo M-A-E-S-T-R-A, and follow, rate, and review the podcast five stars only, please. And thank you for listening.